0: Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with diary entry number 933. Then I heard the following words in my soul. You will receive a greater reward for your obedience and subjection to your confessor than you will for the practices which you will be carrying out. Know this, my daughter, and act accordingly. Anything, no matter how small it is, it be, that has the seal of obedience to my representative is pleasing to me and great in my eyes. Small Practices for Lent Although I wish and desire to do so, I cannot practice big mortifications as before, because I am under the strict surveillance of the doctor. But I can practice little things. First, sleep without a pillow. Keep myself a little hungry. Every day with my arms outstretched, say the chaplet which the Lord taught me. Occasionally with arms outstretched, for an indefinite period of time, pray informally. Intention, to beg divine mercy for poor sinners, and for priests, the power to bring sinful hearts to repentance. My contact with dying is, just as it has been in the past, very close. I often accompany a person who is dying far away. But my greatest joy is when I see the promise of mercy fulfilled in these souls. The Lord is faithful. What he once ordains, he fulfills. A certain person in our ward was beginning to die. Amidst terrible tortures, she was dying for three days, sometimes regaining consciousness. Everyone in the ward was praying for her. I longed to go to her, but Mother Superior had forbidden me to go to visit the dying. So I prayed for that poor soul in my room. But when I heard that she was still in agony and there was no saying how long it was going to take, I suddenly felt inspired in my soul and said to the Lord, Jesus, if all I do is pleasing to you, I ask you, as evidence, to let that soul stop suffering and pass on immediately to her happy eternity. A few minutes later, I learned that the person had passed away so peacefully and quickly that they did not even have time to light the candle. I will say a word more about my spiritual director, Father Andrash or Father sopochko It is strange that there are so few priests who know how to pour power, strength, and courage into a soul so that it can make constant pro- progress without getting tired. Under such direction, a soul, even of lesser strength, can do much for the glory of God. And here I discovered a secret, namely, that the confessor, or rather the spiritual director, does not make light of the trifles that the soul brings to him. And when the soul notices that it is being controlled in this, this, it begins to exert itself and does not omit the slightest opportunity to practice virtue, and also avoids the smallest faults. And from these efforts, as with little stones, there rises within the soul a most beautiful temple. On the contrary, if the soul notices that the confessor neglects these little things, it likewise neglects them and ceases to give an account of them to the confessor, and worse still, will begin to grow negligent in little things. Thus, instead of going forward, it gradually retreats backward and becomes aware of the situation only when it has already fallen into some serious trouble. Here, a serious question poses itself. Who is at fault, the soul in question or the confessor, that is to say, the director? It seems to me that all the blame should be put on the imprudent director. The soul's only fault is to have taken upon himself the choice of a director. The director could well have led the soul along the road of God's will to sanctity. Here Jesus tells Faustina how important obedience is. He then writes about the small practice she then writes about the small practices that she will do for Lent. She wants to do more, but her health won't allow it. Little things offered with love have great value. St. Faustina writes that even though her superior forbade her from visiting the dying in the hospital where she is staying, apparently she visits them spiritually. God must give her the gift of bilocation to be in her hospital room and at the bedside of the dying far away at the same time. She couldn't visit a dying person in the hospital in order to be obedient. But she asked Jesus to take the woman home to heaven in honor of St. Faustina's sacrifices and prayers, and he readily did so. She, wi- she writes words of praise for her spiritual director. She is probably writing about Father Andras, be- uh, because being in Krakow, he is her current spiritual director, but her words could equally apply to Father Sopochko. She has very good advice for confessors here. We shouldn't gloss over small things. We need to train those who confess to notice the little things like an athlete would in order to get better. Now there is one sentence here that caught my eye. She says, and when the soul notices that it is being controlled in this, it begins to exert itself and does not omit the slightest opportunities to practice virtue and also avoids the smallest faults. Now, I think controlled is not a good translation here. Controlled in the English sense would mean to control someone, to to take charge of someone. But I think what she's trying to say here is that the person is paying attention to what is going on in the soul. The person is checking that and aware of that. Uh, So it's a different sense for uh, for that word. Finally, What I said earlier about little things uh, and noticing the little things, this would not apply to people who have tendencies toward scrupulosity. We can't obsess about every little thing. We must trust in the mercy of God. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast dot org.